We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, TVTPFL. It's Friday. It's January 15th. It's 2021. We have eight NBA games to talk about here on today's slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Doing great, man. Uh, for those that must know, I actually uh, purchased my first LaMelo Ball rookie card today in a Charlotte Hornets jersey, might I add. Not one of the uh, Australian uniforms. Uh, didn't plan on buying any of those anyway. Uh, it's nothing special, just a Panini instant. But I did get my first LaMelo Ball rookie. And, you know, uh, cheers, everyone. Here's, here's to, you know, a couple hundred more. Maybe not a couple hundred, but I'm going to have my fair share of him. I've talked about that ex- extensively on this pod. But that was a highlight of my day, man. Something I enjoyed spending money on. That's awesome. Um, I went back to the well on him on FanDuel, and he's at 20 and a half, so hopefully he can keep rolling at yeah. um, low ownership. So um, we are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. If you guys haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. They're the fastest-growing single-player DFS site out there, um, 100% matching, 100% deposit bonus up to $50, um, rotogrinders.com slash partner slash MKF awesome sponsors of the podcast like i said i'm really glad they have hopped on board and um, we can continue to keep this thing free uh, monday through friday and really help you guys out as much as we possibly can so um let's get into it eight games um 7 30 lock eastern time uh we lost a couple games on the slate it was supposed to be a 10 game slate so we get started with orlando at boston um i already i already sent out a tweet like this game's super questionable in my opinion um Orlando is without Aminu, Bamba, Michael Carter-Williams, Fournier, Fultz, Isaac, and Okoe. And then Boston is without Edwards, Langford, Tatum, um, Williams. And then Jalen Brown is questionable. Green is questionable. Semi is questionable. And Tice is questionable. Well, a lot of those questionables are like health and safety protocols. How can you be questionable if you're in the health and safety protocol? I don't know. 
Um, this game is very interesting. I'm glad we start with this one because this one's probably going to be the longest one we have to get through. Um, let's start with the Orlando Magic side of this game, Will. They're without a ton of people. We already know Fournier is not going to play. That's always something that like we're kind of debating on, questioning. Um, Cole Anthony only played 23 minutes the other night against the Bucks. What are we looking at when it comes to the Orlando Magic? Well, I, I think, you know, here's the deal, man. I, I wish, I really wish that uh, Terrence Ross was a little bit cheaper so we can, uh, you know, kind of get that discount big game. I do feel like at some point it's coming. Uh, you know, Cole Anthony, even though guys are out, he's still not going to get seemingly now not going to get to that 35 to 38 minute mark. I don't think that's happening. Guess what, man? I think it's Vucher bust. I, I think that's our guy. Um, you, you guys know I don't play Aaron Gordon, and uh, he'll probably come out and have another big game, but I, he's just a guy. I'm just going to continue to sit on the shelf until we get real consistency. Uh, but that that's where I think I am, man. I, I think it's – I really think it's Vucher bust, and, and, and that's where I am with this team. Aaron Gordon has at least 15 actual points in five straight games. Um, I think he's a little pricey on DraftKings, but 6,500 on FanDuel. I, I do think that he is in play over there because, like, we're going to obviously talk about Giannis. Um, we're going to talk about Anthony Davis. We're going to talk about Julius Randle. Like, if you're getting one of those three guys and then kind of paying down for your second piece – you fall in probably fall into like that Aaron Gordon, John Collins type of range, unless you go all the way down to Brandon Clark or one of these other guys, Tristan Thompson um, on the other side of this game, he's super cheap on FanDuel as well. So um, he's in play on FanDuel more on DraftKings. And then like outside of that, I don't like Vooch. Yeah, sure. Go for it. A um, lot of injury or a lot of people out. I, I can't even say injuries. A lot of people out for Boston in general. So could Vooch go off here? Um, 18, at least 18 shot attempts in four straight games since Fultz has kind of been out. We've seen the uptick in usage and shots. Um, and, and the fantasy production has definitely followed with Vooch. Um, he's really the only reason Orlando's keeping these games close right now. Him and Aaron Gordon. So I can't trust Cole Anthony. I, I really, I honestly, I can't really trust a lot here. Um, if I was going to take shots on any of the cheap guys, I'd go all the way down and punt with Jordan bone. Um, but not on this slate. There, there's too many value, too much value on this slate. Let's go to the Boston side of things. Um, listen, if Jalen Brown plays, I don't care that he's 8,900. Um, no Tatum fire up Brown. If Brown sits, Marcus smart becomes one of the best plays on the slate. Um, and then like Tristan Thompson, these guys are all very much in play. Obviously we're going to have to wait and see how all the like, I, like how all this like health and, and, and like safety protocol stuff kind of, um, you know, works out, but like Boston hasn't played in what, like a week. Um, they haven't played since January 8th. So a week. Um, so what are you looking at here on the Boston side of things? Well, I think for me, you know, we're kind of looking at who's probably going to be available. Um, like, so Daniel Tice is questionable, right? You know, but we do know that Tristan Thompson is coming back. Um, well, he's, yeah, we think Thompson's coming back. We think Grant Williams is coming back. 
Like those are going to be guys I think that, that we can look at. And then, like you said, if for some reason, like Jalen Brown is uh, the big man on campus, like you just fire him up. I, I don't, I don't think there's anything else we have to think about here. Uh, he'll, he'll be the guy. I, I, I think I will have serious interest um, in, in maybe like Jeff Teague or something like that, especially if, you know, they'll pop they'll probably move smart to like shooting guard or something like that i think jeff t picks up a few more minutes so he's a guy i think i'll, I'll really like on this slate but grant williams at 3500 i think he'll be a great value because in my estimation if they just have tristan thompson and uh, robert williams is already out and tice doesn't play like it feels like grant williams you know finally get maybe 30 ish minutes and, and i think that'll be a fair price for a guy at 3500 so those are kind of the guys I'm looking at on Boston. Plenty of value uh, with Boston. You know, just got to weave through, you know, weave through uh, later today. Like, you know, we get that 530 injury report. We'll have two hours to kind of dissect what we're looking at as far as Boston goes in general here. So uh, moving right along, we got the Knicks and the Cavs. Uh, no total in this game. Bullock is questionable. Burks is doubtful. Nick Lakina is out. And then Della Dova, Garland, Love, Sexton all remain out for Cleveland. Um, they were a part of that trade. Um, so we don't know if Jared Allen is going to be ready yet. DraftKings has moved him over already. Um, so, like, if he's ready, probably plays a ton in this game. Um, if he's not ready, we're you know potentially looking at you know, drumming these guys but um let's go let's go with the knicks first will what are we looking at here on new york well i mean listen it's, it's the same culprits all the time uh, on on dk man it's julius randall 9100 uh, as long listen if, if julius randall stays at 9100 he's probably going to be in a tournament winning lineup i want to go out on a limb and say based on what he's been doing now about half of the time right steve i think half the time is reasonable I, I, I'm going to fire him up again on this slate uh, against Cleveland. The thing about it is, you know, we, man, Tom Thibodeau, thank you, sir. Just help out the fantasy streets. We know he's going to get his minutes. Like, he's yep. going to play. So I, I think he's he's the main guy. Uh, Elf is priced up, so I don't really want to play him. Don't want to play Austin Rivers. Uh, you know, don't, don't want to play RJ. I, I just think for me on this team, it's just Julius Randle. Now, you know, I know OB's coming back, um, but I don't, you know, we'll have to see where his minutes land. But for me, seriously, it's just Julius Randle. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is, this is, this is Julius Randle or, or nothing. I think, okay. Not only do I like Julius Randle, I think Robinson is, is an okay, like option. My problem with him is just like price. Um, He just doesn't like, he's not going to fit. Like, at that price, um, you know, even like on FanDuel, like if if you had like two or three centers you could potentially play on FanDuel, I think we'd be talking about him more over there. But mm-hmm. I, I think he's in a good spot. We love bigs, you know, against Drummond and Larry Nance. Like one of the reasons that you you just got done talking about Julius Randle, the spot's fantastic. So um, I don't know, man. I think overall I'm with you. I think it's Julius Randle. I never hate taking shots on RJ. Like he's a guy that can put up 50 fantasy points when he's hot, but I I don't know if this is necessarily the spot. Cleveland's been playing fantastic defense um, against guards this season. 
and wings. Uh, let's go to the Cleveland side. Um, I don't get the Jared Allen. Like you have Drummond, unless you're going to play Allen at the four and Drummond at the five, but you have Nance. Like, I don't know, man. Like even if, if Allen plays in this game, I probably still don't play him. I want to, I got to see what this rotation looks like. Yeah, man. Um, I'm with you. I, I just, it's a really, a really weird scenario. Um, You know, I don't, I don't think I play Allen on this slate at all, to be honest at 67 until we figure out what they're going to do from the Cleveland side. You know, these guys are out like maybe, I go back to the well on like a Damian Dotson. Um, that's probably something I would do at 5,200 uh, just to kind of get some some leverage there if this game's close. And he's one of the only guards, like, you know, he could get up some shots. I think Osman at 6,200 now is just priced out. Don't want to play him at all. Uh, try, you know, Fanduel, he's 5,100 still. Don't hate that. You know, would love to play him there. Um, so that that's kind of that's kind of where I am. And then they moved dots in the point guard now on FanDuel 5K. <laughs> so it's they're moving guys around. So we're not we don't have them at shooting guard anymore if you were playing them there. Uh, but that, that's kind of it. I don't I'm not as interested in Cleveland with this shakeup of these weird pieces. Let's get into some good games here. We get Dallas at Milwaukee, 227 total. Bucks favored by six. Brunson, Finney Smith, Keebler, Powell, Richardson, all still out for Dallas, but Vegas still thinks this game is going to be close. Um, We have a ton of value on this slate, Will, a ton of value. You can easily go Luka Giannis teams. Um, Let's start with Dallas. What do we like here for the maps? I mean, listen, man, you know, with Dallas, it's easy. You you just sit with Luka. Um, you know, he, he's the guy, like I said, a lot of these guys are still priced up. Like, you know, Tim Hardaway Jr. is overpriced. Trey Burke did play 32 minutes against Charlotte. Didn't quite get there, but the minutes were there. Uh, shot two for 12, Stevie still put up 19 fantasy points. I I made a mental note of this because if, if, you know, if we end up in a spot where, you know, he's going to get 30 something minutes again, and it, it seems as if that could happen. It could. I, I know, you know, Dallas, you know, played pretty well. Charlotte kind of tried to hang around and, and couldn't quite get there. But if he's going to get 30 minutes at 4,900, I'm going to play him. Uh, and that that's kind of where I am. You know, Porzingis at 8K, don't don't really want to play him. His minutes aren't going to be there. Uh, Willie Colley-Stein, you know, played 30 minutes. Maybe you look at him. And those are kind of the guys. Don't, don't want to play anyone else. Definitely not playing Tim Hardaway at 6,900. I, I just, it's too much. So Trey Burke, it was really interesting because Hardaway started and Burke came off the bench and Burke got a lot of um, usage and stuff. Had the ball in his hand a lot um, off the bench the other night. So definitely something to note. I had written that down as well um, for this slate. So glad you brought it up. I think with Porzingis back, um, you know, James Johnson's probably capped at like 26 minutes. He had a good game the other night, uh, but his price is kind of caught up to where he's going to likely be at um i think it's luca and i think it's luca uh if you want to take shots on burke i don't hate it but i think it's luca and then on the milwaukee side i think this is an excellent spot to run back luca with Giannis or middleton um you know if we have it we have so much value like that orlando boston game um is not even like this it's the start of the value there's so much value on this slate in general um 
like, yeah, I just think like it's not going to be hard to make Luca, Giannis, Luca, Middleton teams. Yeah, I, I'm with you, man. I, I definitely think it could work out. Um, you know, what are we, what are we going to do with Drew Holiday in this spot? Like, seventy two hundred should get, should have mid thirties minutes. A guy that can put up forty plus. Uh, I I don't hate that as well. Um, you know, Middleton at eighty two hundred on DK. I'm not as excited about. Like, he can still get there. Don't don't get me wrong. Like, I, I but I'm just I'm just not as excited. Seventy four hundred on FanDuel though gets me very excited uh, for for Chris Middleton. So I'd like him a little bit more over there for sure. Um, but overall, those, those are kind of the guys. I'll play Giannis in this spot. Should be a competitive game. Uh, don't hate Drew. I, I, I think I might be off Middleton just on DK because he's eighty two hundred, and we can play him like he he can still get there. But I prefer to take you know like a Jalen Brown for a few hundred more. Um. Yeah, I, I hear you on that. Uh, moving right along, got uh, Memphis at Minnesota, two twenty-four total. Uh, Minnesota favored by three in this game. Triple J remains out. Winslow remains out, but John Morant upgraded to questionable, so we'll definitely be paying attention to that. Um, you know, it was it was three to five weeks on December 29th. Well, we're like two week mark, and the fact that he's already upgraded to questionable uh, is a great sign for. All you John Morant uh, rookie card holders out there um, <laughs> on the Minnesota sign, Herding Gomez is out and Rubio's out. Um, COVID protocol, I think, uh, for both of those um, guys. So they're both going to be out um, and could potentially miss a couple extra games over the weekend, too. So let's start with Memphis. Um, this game is interesting, Will, because. We want pieces. Cat came back. He played 34 minutes. If you're not looking at like a Giannis Luca combo, this game screams potential. But like, my biggest issue is where do we get the Memphis side of this game? Yeah, I'm with you, man. So, and I think the problem with that, Stevie, is as we're running into a lot of teams, Tyus Jones is overpriced, I think, you know. Uh, Dylan Brooks may be at 6,300. Like, I, I don't hate Dylan Brooks in this spot. But even Dylan Brooks isn't playing 35 minutes a game. So I'm not as enthused about it. Same thing for Kyle Anderson. You know, uh, if the minutes were there, I'd be taking shots on these guys. I think if I had to run one guy, it's probably probably Brandon Clark at 6,100. Um, you know, I, I think he's the guy. JV at 7,100, maybe. Like, I think it's the big men. Um, I know the cheap guards kind of had, you know, big games against this team, Grayson Allen and Melton. And, but, you know, I think we'll have better value than, than those guys. So I think it's the big man. I think it's Allen. I think it's JV. And not just because of the last game. I like their minutes better. And I think they have a better chance to pick up more peripherals. Now, you know, Cal uh, Anderson is a guy that picks up peripherals, but – I assumed that he would, you know, be playing mid thirties minutes and that's just not the case. So for six K I, I don't mind passing on him. Listen, I don't hate Melton and Allen. Like I do think that if, or like Orlando Boston is going to be Uber chalk. Um, and if you're looking to pivot off of that and have somewhat of an upside, I think you could potentially look at those guys. Um, don't mind the Valentunas call. Don't mind the, the, the Clark call. Uh, like we like Dylan Brooks usage, but like his minutes just 
28, 28, 28, 28. Like give the dude 35 minutes and we'd be so much more interested in Dylan Brooks. Um, you know, the game that he put up 33 um, minutes was one of the only games over the last 10 that he's, you know, shown us some upside. So yeah, five extra minutes matters, man. Like so much can happen in five minutes of DFS. Ask Boban. Um, <laughs> let's, go, let's go to the Minnesota side of things. Like we knew that D'Angelo Russell was going to take a huge hit with Cat coming back. That obviously happened. He still took 21 shots, but the rebounds um, – still right around that three number. He's just, the usage is going to be down. Um, like it, it's Carl Anthony towns for me. And if you want to get, you know, crazy, maybe Malik Beasley, but I, I really think it's, it's, it's cat and cat only. Yeah. Same thing, man. Another game where we're just taking one guy. I mean, the guy's overpriced, like, you know, Malik Beasley, look, some of these guys have warranted the price over a stretch of games where the main guy's been out. So I, I understand that. But when the main guy comes back, we can't play Malik Beasley at 7,100, guys. We just can't do it. So I'm with you. It's cat and cat only. So that leaves pretty much three pieces from this game for me, maybe four or five for you. I mean, that's it, man. That is it. We move right along. We got Chicago at OKC. No total in this one. Uh, Dotson, Hutchinson, um, Cornette, Sadorinsky, all out temple questionable um didn't see anything um for okc i'm gonna double check really quick uh trevor reese is out basely's questionable um so basely would obviously matter because he's a guy that plays significant minutes um let's go to the chicago side what are we looking at here on the bulls man if if auto porter were to not play uh this this slate's gonna get even more interesting. You look at the Bulls. I, I, I mean, Zach Levine at ninety five hundred, man. But gosh, it would be. It's worth it. He's he's going to be the guy. I mean, he should crush in this spot. I think. You know, I, I don't think I'd be as as crazy about Kobe White. Um, but I I think that's that's just where I would be, man. I mean, Dad. You know, at that point, it, it feels like Dad should get thirty minutes. It feels that way. Not sure if that's true or not. But it feels like he should get 30 minutes. I know Williams is is going to get his minutes, um, but I, I think that it would be Zach Levine and then maybe Thad or maybe Williams. But I don't feel like Williams is going to be a better play than a Grant Williams. And then I don't think Thad is a better play than Grant Williams either. But, you know, if you're kind of looking at this game, you want to get a little different. I think those are some pieces we can throw in there. Um, Listen, these are two really bad defensive teams. Um, two really bad defensive teams. Chicago is 29th in defensive efficiency. The Thunder are 20th. Um, not a lot of defense can be played in this game. This game could be ugly, but to the point where it's great for DFS. So I, I think Levine is obviously an option. Um, you know, we, we've talked about a lot of expensive players on this slate. He's going to be really low owned, really low owned on this slate. Um, Kobe White, like, he he's showing us that like he realistically might have triple double upside. Um, you know, he, he's definitely showing that like he can do double digit assists and double digit points and rebounds in a game. So he's somewhat interesting in a game that should have zero, zero defensive played. And then like on the thunder side of things, like I love SGA in the spot. I love him in this spot. I, I know he's coming off of a bust. They went on that, that, 
crazy back-to-back San Antonio, Los Angeles, back-to-back. Um, he's the high usage guy. Chicago stinks against guards. Like I, I think SGA is, is one of the better plays on this entire slate. Yeah, definitely don't hate SGA or DK. Um, I'm with you. So, Stevie, we've been talking about we were watching Hamadou Diallo, and we're like, hey, what's going on? Is this real? What's happening? Well, his shot attempts kind of came back down to earth, and so did his fantasy production. But I do think this is a spot to take a shot on him. Bad defensive game. You know, his prices come back down, you know, under five on both sides. I think this is kind of one of those let's get weird plays of the day where you just kind of take a shot and see if you can squeeze a 35, you know, point performance out of him and just see where it goes. So he's, he's a guy I just kind of want to point out, um, you know, Baisley listed is questionable, but if, if he plays in this game, he's another guy I have interest in. Like, you know, he's back under 6K now, should be an up and down game. Like, you know, these are guys I like. Horford will be back, of course, uh, but still, I, I, I like this spot for him if, if he's active. Basically got hurt in the third quarter. Uh, just pulled up game flow. Um, Diallo checked in for him when he got hurt. Um, played until about the eight-minute mark, uh, seven-minute mark. It was a massive blowout. The Lakers blew. Uh, the average lead was like 18 points. It was a massive blowout. Um, so if it's a competitive game, I think Diallo gets uh, 30 minutes in this game. Um, with ba- if ba- if Baisley sits, but it's a it's a sprained ankle. Um, he could easily miss this game. So Diallo, our boy, um, this might be the time to jump on board in this, you know, dream spot of um, getting a spot start and potentially playing 30 minutes. Um, If you're looking for a tournament flyer, I don't hate Dort. I know he has been terrible, but this is a team that plays zero defense and he can get hot um, from, and he's going to shoot threes. So uh, Dort, tournament dart (laughs) oh oh, man that was bad atlanta at utah 223 and a half total utah favored by six in this game um bogdanovich is out dunn's out gallo's out rondo's questionable ingles remains out for utah let's go to atlanta first what are we looking at here um when it comes to the hawks well trey young 8700 and i know he had that wrist thing going on but uh you know they blew Philly out the last time they played. Should, excuse me, I'm so sorry. Trey Young should be in the 30s on this one. So I, I think he's a really, really, really good tournament play that, that'll probably go overlooked on this slate. Um, you know, Cam Red is 4,800, Stevie. Man, I, I like that price. I know, you know, uh, Bogdanovich is still out, so he'll get some more minutes. Gallinari is still out. I like it. And then there's still a discrepancy between Hunter and Reddish. Like, you know, Hunter, I do, I do think Hunter has more upside. Uh, but but I still, I think Reddish at 4,800 is going to be a great play. And then we've got Capella, you know, questionable here or still questionable. Uh, Collins at 7K, I don't hate it if, I, I think Collins gets 30 to 35 minutes. I'd be willing to roll the dice on him for sure uh, in a spot like this where they may need him when he's one of the bigger players on the team. Yeah, so like um Herder, Reddish, and Hunter all like basically the same play. Um with Bogdanovich out and Gallo out. Like 
whoever gets hot is likely the guy um, that's going to go off. So, like, if you're playing, like, a 20-entry max, you're playing, like, 150-entry max, like, I would limit those guys and make sure I'm not getting too many lineups with, like, two of them. I definitely wouldn't play all three of them together. But um, ceiling and upside-wise, I think you make a group and make sure you don't get more than one if you want to hand build or, you know, get, sprinkle in a little bit with two because they are so cheap. Um, I don't hate it, but well, um, we hardly ever disagree, but I don't love Trey young in this spot. Um, I need, <laughs> I need, I need my boy. Like I like Trey young. Um, I, 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 this is one of the young guys that I really like to watch play um, basketball. I need him to show me like he is a hundred percent. And like, he looked good against Philly the other night. Don't get me wrong. But like the twenty-five minute mark, I don't know. Um, you know, show me, show me a sixty burger, especially with the the guys on this slate. Like, I I hear you, and probably gonna go off now because I, I talk smack about my boy. Um, let's go to the Utah side of things here. What do we like here for the Jazz? Well, um, you know, Mister Consistent Rudy Gobert, seventy-eight hundred. Uh, you know. I like the price is just okay. I, I wish he was still back down in the mid sevens, but I'm willing to uh, to play him on this slate. Uh, Bojan Bogdanovic, I don't hate him in this spot at 5300. He's another one of those guys in this type of matchup. You know, hopefully he has a few more open shots, especially with our boy Angles out. Jordan Clarkson's priced at the 6100. My goodness, what what are we doing, people? Uh, I don't want to play him at that price. Mike Conley at 69 though might be my favorite Utah Jazz player on this slate. He's a guy I, I definitely want to get involved with here uh, in this type of spot against the Atlanta Hawks. My goodness. Uh, Mike Conley could have a field day here. Things that we don't say very often. Um, Mike Conley could have a field day. All right. Um, <laughs> it's Atlanta, man. No, I get it. Um, I get it. Maybe we play the other Bogdanovich Um you know, he, he's going to show up because his brother is um, out. Who knows? Um, <laughs> never know, right? <laughs> no, like, honestly, like, when I'm looking at this game as a whole, it's not my favorite game on the slate. Um, I, I like a lot more games on the slate. So, like, this is the game that's going triple over time. Um, New Orleans at LA taking on the Lakers. Lonzo's out. Bledsoe's questionable. And then um, sounds like Zion will be back. Um, and then on the Lakers side of things, um, our, our daily Anthony Davis, LeBron James, questionable tags, um, Wesley Matthews questionable as well. Let's go to New Orleans first. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Pelicans? Well, the first thing we're looking at is Nikhil Alexander Walker got ah. a, a huge, uh, price increase on, Not enough. uh, and then <laughs> another, a bump on DK, uh, at any rate, yeah, he got a he got a huge price increase and oh, a bump yeah, on DK. So if but if Bledsoe's out, he's gonna play big 30s minutes. No Bledsoe, no ball. He's he's in play. And look, you know, first of all, let, let's let's talk about this. The Lakers seem to be blowing out everyone. Like that's the one team that for the most part is just kind of handling business. It's like they're in cruise control. Anthony Davis is doing absolutely nothing from a fantasy perspective, night in and night out. And they're just destroying people. Uh, it's insane uh, how good this team is playing. In- incredible. At any rate, this is fantasy. And 
I think, you know, Nall will be in play on DK for sure at 4,400. Even in a blowout, he'll still get his minutes, and it may even help him more in a blowout. Um, Brandon Ingram didn't quite get there the other night, played 38 minutes, but I'd still be willing to take a shot on him. Same thing for Josh Hart. Didn't quite get there, but guess what, fellas? If there's any type of revenge that's going down, you better bet your bottom dollar Brandon Ingram and Josh Hart want to stick it to the Lakers. So I, I I don't mind playing them in this spot. Zion at 79. I mean, I don't I don't think we have to play Zion at that price. That, that's kind of where I am with this game. Um man, it's so tough. Like, so if Bledsoe sits, I think like Hart still plays solid minutes. JJ Reddick probably still plays solid minutes. Alexander Walker still plays solid minutes if Bledsoe sits. If Bledsoe plays, one of these three guys, if not two of them, are going to lose enough minutes to kind of hurt their overall like outlook. So I don't know, man. This this screams like if Bledsoe plays, this screams like jump off of Alexander Walker because he was just so good the other night. We got to remember Bledsoe, Lonzo, and Zion were out for that game. Um, they kept that game super competitive. He's not getting 23 shot attempts with Zion by himself back in the lineup. Um, so temper your expectations. He's still too cheap on DraftKings. Um, JJ Redick, if Bledsoe is out, potentially is still a little too cheap on DraftKings as well. Um, the Lakers side of things, like I haven't played anybody from the Lakers when they've been at full strength all year. Um like you, you could talk me into playing Dennis Schroeder in this spot, but as slow as New Orleans is wanting to play, and the Lakers are kind of middle of the road, like nothing screams play me from the Lakers side in this game. You know, tell me I'm crazy. You're crazy, but I just told you that because you asked me to. Uh, You're welcome. I, I'm not playing a single Laker on this late at all. Yeah, hey, just like. I, we're not missing anything, right? Like, no. Harold's Harold's fifty six playing twenty five minutes a night. If he gets the thirty, that's barely right under six x. Not gonna kill me. If Anthony Davis and LeBron both play, they're at like forty five to fifty. You're gonna need more. You're gonna need more at that price on this slate. There's so many studs and so many good spots. Like we haven't even got to Kawhi and Paul George against Sacramento yet. Like, I just – I don't see these guys beating me. I, I just don't see them beating me. Like, none of these other guys – like, Kuzma doesn't play enough minutes when everybody's healthy. He's not going to beat me. Like, I just wanted to really quickly run back through it and make sure we're not missing anything. But I, I really – Will, I really don't think we're missing anything if everybody's good to go. Yeah. I I, I think everybody – I we're good, man. Trust me. I, I don't see the Lakers burning me on this slate. If any Laker burned me, I feel like it would be one of Anthony Davis, LeBron, or Dennis Schroeder. And the way they've been playing, they're going to be playing, you know, I I, I don't. They're cruising. You mentioned it right when you got started talking about this team. They're cruising. I I don't see it. Um, All right, moving on. We got the Clippers and the Kings to finish us out here. 231 total. Clippers favored by a six and a half in this game. Beverly and Lou Williams are both questionable for this game. Um, Sounds like everybody's good to go on the Sacramento side of things. Um, 
the way that Lamelo Ball is bringing Charlotte back into this game, your rookie card is going up already. Um, well, um, it hasn't gotten to the house yet, but that's not what I'm going to sell. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with the Clippers here. It's a phenomenal matchup. Um, you know, we talk about it all the time. Sacramento last in defensive efficiency in the league. They're a team that we like to target. The Clippers are 24th. This is a game that could be super competitive. Both of these teams are top 10 in offensive efficiency. This is the game we're probably betting the over and hoping that we just get a ton of fireworks to catch up or pass Luka, Giannis, any of those early games. This is your pivot game of the slate. Yeah, man. And if we get some so, – so first of all, let's, let's talk about this. If Patrick Beverly and Lou Williams sit, we're going to get Reggie Jackson at 3K. Now look, I look, we we we've done the Reggie Jackson experiment before. I'm not saying Reggie Jackson some awesome play. I'm saying we get Reggie Jackson at 3K. No Lou Williams. With Terrence Mann no, behind him. Just no throw Patrick, that in there too. <laughs> no Patrick Beverly. And he's 3K against Sacramento. He would essentially be probably the best value on the slate, Stevie. I think that's the case. And it's the last game, and we may not get the news right away. So you could have tons of leverage if we get no news about this. And then suddenly at like 930, they say, oh, by the way, Lou or uh, Beverly are out. Like Reggie Jackson is going to be severely underowned for the potential. So I'm, I'm just telling everyone now, if you like this game, just go ahead and make you a stack with Reggie Jackson not in your, not in your, you know, not in your high stake stuff in the four dollar or something like that, the fifteen dollar, whatever. Just make you one stack of this game with 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 Jackson, and if if both of these guys play, you just say, hey, it is what it is, uh, you know, and, and you kind of move it along, uh, or or you could just throw in Luke Kennard in in your utility spot and then see what happens. Or Marcus Morris Senior is probably even better. Throw him in your utility spot, and then if those guys play, you just leave Morris in there. And if not, you just drop down to Reggie Jackson. I think that's the great or the best strategy to try to get you some Reggie Jackson in a spot where he may be one of the only point guards. Outside of that, obviously Paul George and um, and Kawhi Leonard are going to be great plays. But those would be the three I'd go to. And I still think Marcus Morris, even though I know I mentioned him as kind of a placeholder to get to Reggie Jackson, I still think Marcus Morris could be okay in this spot if he got 25 minutes. Yeah, obviously, like Nicholas Patum is there too. So um, we'll kind of have to see on how that, but like. He's 5,300. Jeez. Yeah, like honestly, in this spot, if this is a shootout type of game, like Kawhi could have a monster game. Paul George could have a monster game. Um, if you're MMEing this slate, you probably definitely want to get exposure to both of these guys um, waiting to see what the point guard situation is. Lou Williams dealing with a hip personal thing for Beverly. Like you mentioned, Reggie Jackson would be the best value play on the slate at three K. Um, he would have Terrence man. If both those guys out, Terrence man would be the backup um, to, to Reggie Jackson here. Even if Reggie Jackson only played like 25 minutes, he, he would hit value at three K in this game. So it's against Sacramento too. Worst defensive team. Like it just got to insane. So uh, the Kings side of things, if the Kings keep this game close, 
it will be because Fox or Buddy Heald or Rashard Holmes has a big game. If you're playing Kawhi, you're playing George, you want the ceiling from those guys, run it back with one of those three or two of those three Sacramento players. Yes, that is the case, man. I, The problem, God, it's just like Holmes is 68, right? So, you know, he's a little expensive. Somewhat, you know, somewhat. He, he's got the ceiling. Barnes is 65. I know he wasn't in that group that you talked about, but he's there. You got sure. Bagley at 54. He's not playing the minute, so you, you can't really play him. Um, you got Buddy Heald at 6,900. Obviously, we saw the ceiling game against Portland. Like, we saw it there. You've got uh, Halliburton at 6,200. He played 31 minutes. He had, a, he had a ceiling game for, you know, or his highest output of the year, I think, outside of his 40-point game. And then you got De'Aaron Fox at 8K. Uh, I, I think no matter what, like I said, if you like this game, you have to find a way to stack it. Reggie, Reggie Jackson is going to open it up. Maybe you take one of the other value plays from one of the other games. Um, you know, like Nikhil Alexander walk and throw him in and still get this stack. So if you want to stack this game, Steve, I'm with you. You just take the guys that have the upside and hope the fireworks come. That's what you do. Like you, you, you rule out, like you rule out pricing at that point. Like this game sitting at 231. If this game goes 245, 250, which it really could, what happens? Um, well, this game's probably going to be competitive if that happens. And, Kawhi or George goes off Fox goes off like you're 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 trying to catch or play different than playing Giannis and Luca like that's what you're trying to do so you you need you need Dallas to come out flat the Bucks to blow Dallas out Luca and Giannis not to get there and maybe only put a 50 apiece and then you come in with the hammer because your lineup will be better too because you're not paying 10 and 11K for your studs. So your overall lineup will be better too. So that's what you're going to have to kind of look at, you know, if, if you're going to go that route. So um, let's play the morning grind game and then we'll get out of here and set these people free for the weekend from hearing us um, babble about basketball. Favorite play under 5K, Will, uh, to 7X. Who do you got? Man, I'm going to go ahead and put my, my money on Grant Williams right now. 3,500, I like it. I, I think, you know, I, I know that's really far under 5K, but I like it, man. I'm going to go that, like, this Bledsoe thing is real, and I'm going to say Alexander Walker at 4,400, uh, go 7X again. Um, if Bledsoe plays, don't play Alexander Walker as much. Um, still in play. Uh, over 8K to go under 5X. Who do you got uh, to bust at the top today? Man, let's go <laughs> Anthony Davis and LeBron James. You can only have one because I want the other one. <laughs> let's go AD. <laughs> <laughs> like they're clear cut, the guys that I'm not playing at the top today. Um, <laughs> I want Luca. I want Giannis. I want Cat. I want Kawhi. I want Levine. I want George. I want Drummond overall. Like Julius Randle, give me him over Anthony Davis and LeBron in this spot. So, yes. Uh, favorite six X play, Will? Who do you got? Oh man, you know what? Guy I talked about that I liked things we don't hear on this show. Give me Mike Conley at sixty nine hundred. 
what did you you said Mike Conley? I forget what, what your quote was. <laughs> what did you, you said some something about Mike Conley? I can't remember now. Yeah, uh, the listeners will just have to rewind and, and grab that one. I, I don't I don't remember the specific. I was gonna make it. The, I was gonna make it the title, but now I can't remember what it was. I should have wrote it down. Um, that's my bad. I, I took your title away. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with SGA uh, as my favorite six X play. I really, really like him today. Um, just love the spot for him in general. Uh, let's get weird GPP play of the day. Who do you got? Too easy. Hamadou Diallo, forty nine hundred, coming in hot. Diallo. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Um. I don't know. Like, give me Taco Fall. Whoa! Yes, that's that. That's a weird one for sure, Stevie. Uh, I need I a lot to happen. For, okay, I need I need semi enticed to be out for this to get there. But if Taco Fall gets twenty minutes against Orlando, um, give me he he is a guy that like. He's going to block shots, man. And the magic drive a lot like Aaron Gordon and these guys, they drive a lot like taco fall is going to be packing some shots into the, into the front row. So yes, taco fall, let's get weird GPP play of the day, but a lot has to happen. Tice needs to be out. Semi needs to be out um, for that to, for that to kind of come to fruition. Um, game selection, anything standing out to you on FanDuel or DraftKings today? Uh, well, listen, man, I know I keep talking about it, but FanDuel, they're, they're back. They had a terrible contest tonight, but now they're back with the 1600 with, you know, multi-entries pay, having, having a good payout. And then, you know, listen, this 222 is always pretty good, man. Get in there. And they're low in the $25 single entry. Uh, one, one of the staples of, of my, my night. Hop in there, man. Re- really good contest. I know I kind of gave you three, but, uh, you know, just good contest. Not swapping off of Nawaba is going to be the death of Stevie's um, Thursday night. Like when I saw him not starting, I was like, "Oh, he's going to have to split usage with Cousins." Oh, he's still so cheap. Oh, uh, if you ever second, I, I locked in Tyler Hero on Fanduel, and he had twenty eight at the start of the fourth, and he's got twenty eight at the end of the fourth. Just didn't play him, so that, that's yeah. going to be my night, man. That's not not going to go well at all. Um, $27 single entry tournament over there on DraftKings, kind of hidden. Um, search for the name. It's called the fast break pays 23% of the field. Min cash is two X, uh, top 10 is 10% top or top 10 is 30%. Uh, good payout structure. You almost 10 X, um, for a 10th place finish. So really like, or you do 10 X, um, no, you're $20 off. Um, but anyway, Really like the $27 single entry tournament over there on DraftKings. Uh, Will, send us home. Favorite over under um, against the spread. What are we looking at? Honestly, man, I think I'm going to take the over in this Minnesota Memphis game. Like this game has sneaky potential. And while I don't like the pricing, what if we get John Morant back? My goodness. It could be a really fun night surprised they have that lineup um that line up um vegas anyway um i'm gonna finish it out with the the over in sacramento uh 231 two very efficient offensive teams two terrible defensive efficient teams uh should be a really high scoring game good pace um will any final thoughts before we get out of here 
No, sir. Uh, have a good weekend, folks. And I think I'll be back next week a few times and let's hang out. As a Dolphins fan, it pains me to say this, but let's go Bills Mafia. Hope everyone has an awesome weekend. Uh, we'll be back on Monday talking NBA. Good luck and we'll see you then.